0: Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to empowering every woman to live a vibrant, fulfilling, experience-seeking, and healthy life. It is such a pleasure today to have Kara Rigo on the podcast. She is a wife. She is a fit mom of two. She's a therapist. She's a Zumba and Zubini instructor, and she's a lover of pizza and positive energy, which is right up my alley. So welcome to you, Kara. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited for this conversation. So before we get rolling, I would love it if you would give the audience just a little more information about you.
1: Um, sure. So I feel like you just did it with that. <laughs> that's, that's who I am. Um, I love positive energy. I love pizza equally. <laughs> um, I'm very passionate about um, mental ill, you call illness, I guess, or, or wellness um, and fitness and combining the two. Um, I have two kids, or I, say, I should say we, my husband and I, we have two kids, um, and they're a lot, but they're very cute, thankfully. <laughs> and so I kind of, um, I love all things, well, I shouldn't say all things fitness, but I love to do like a variety of fitness things, because I feel like each one gives me something different, so... Awesome. Um, yeah. yeah,
0: And well, I'm really interested to talk about this intersection of mental health and physical health because, um, I just think it's, it's so powerful and, um, you know that I have a nonprofit called Arc Active Resolute Connected and we get people moving and fund them through training with the, you know, idea in mind of improving not only physical health, but all of the mental benefits too. So I'm super excited to talk about that, um, a little bit more as well. But, um, but yeah, as we get started hearing more about your particular, um, journey, Kara, um, Give, give us give us some highlights or some background on some of the key moments in your own journey that brought you brought you to where you are today with this passion for um, improving, you know, what I think is improving mental health and through fitness.
1: Yeah, so I would say, um I grew up and I was um, always a heavy kid. and I know there's a lot nowadays about inclusivity and fat shaming, but I feel like things were not. You know, inclusive, and there was a lot of fat shaming, right? Right. Um, like there's that, right? So I would say, um, in September, in September, yes, it'll be ten years that I have, um, consistently. I call it my self love journey. So, um, love it. Love it. (laughs) I'm like, call it a weight loss journey, but like, it's not about the weight, like as much as it is, it's not. Um but I'm someone who at one point I weighed double what I weigh now. So I, and I say like, I have released, um, 139.2 pounds, um, total. And you can't see me, but I'm like, I'm five feet on a good day. So that on, on the frame that I have is, um, you know, and, and again, not to fat shame because you could be 700 pounds and you could be one foot tall and you're living your best life. And that's great. However, my weight, like I'm an emotional eater forever and ever. Amen. And so, you know, my weight is very much connected to what was going on inside me, um, that I didn't want to talk about. So I became a therapist and then was like, Oh, well, I got to work on my own stuff. Right. <laughs> in school learning to work on everyone else's stuff. I'm a master's level clinician. And, um, and so anyway, um, so I would say it started, uh, well, okay, then we can backtrack. So I would say it started probably about 11 years ago. Um, I was in school to be a therapist, right? And I then put myself into therapy. And so I had been in and out of therapy as a kid and like young adult, but it was the first time it was my decision to go to therapy. Um, And so I made that choice, and that was like the catalyst. So, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a lot. Um, and so I joined. Uh, now it's called WW, but you know back then it was called Weight Watchers. And I mean I don't know anyone that hasn't joined Weight Watchers. Maybe it's just the circle of people I keep around me. But um, <laughs> so I joined. I, you know, in wait, in, in WW, we call it like for the last time. So I'll say I joined for the last time um, in September will be 10 years ago. And um, I did it because I knew it had worked before for me. And I also, my husband and I were getting married and I was like, I don't want to feel fat on my wedding day. Like, I don't want to feel, I don't want to look at pictures. And um, my dad was like, all right, I'm going to give you the video as like part of your wedding gift. And I was like, okay well I don't want to look at myself right now (laughs) um so when I signed up for that last time I was like okay you can you can do it for six months right or seven months whatever it was um and so that was the start of it but there were so many like I've met this incredible crew of people there um And we do like, you know, we text a lot and we do spin classes together and some of them come to Zumba. And so we really built this like phenomenal community. But um, I would say pairing therapy with movement, which it's no coincidence because I'm also a registered dance movement therapist. So it's like, (laughs) I it. Practice what I preach, you know? Like that's yeah. that's hard, man. Um, but pairing the two how you know, that's what's really created who I am today.
0: I love it. I mean, I think this idea of a self love journey is a super cool thing to put out there too. To challenge anyone who's listening today and feels stuck, um, or feels like they are not living their best life, to mm-hmm. embark upon a self love journey. And let's talk about more more about what that looks like, Kara. You know how that would look for someone. And um, and, and to get at that, I want to hear more from you about um, how you felt empowered by both the movement and the the therapy aspect of of your journey um and so how how that empowered you and how you go on to feel empowered and and reinforce empowerment in the lives of other women
1: um yeah so i will talk a little bit about i work right now um, teaching Zumba. And so I have two jobs, but <laughs> so teaching Zumba, um, I I have the privilege of working at Ritual Sweat Society. And if you don't know what that is, I need you to just Google it real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, here. <laughs> tell them again.
0: Tell them again. Google. What should okay, they Google?
1: So, okay. so it's called Ritual Sweat Society. Okay. Ritual.
0: Ritual Sweat Society. Ritual. Okay.
1: Yes. So um, I get to work among this team that is incredible. Um, and our, like uh, our boss lady is incredible as well. I, I talk about the room of like, um, it's actually a yoga studio. So they do, um, what's called 11, the practice. Um, so Google that as well. And, and um, so, you know, I was asked to come and teach Zumba there. And so I'm, I'm not a yoga instructor, right? Like I go there as a, as a student, but, um, and anyway, there's just magic in the walls and in, in the DNA of the room and the DNA of the instructors and the people, the members that, you know, the place attracts. So I get, I get the privilege of being there and teaching and yes, I'm at the front of the room leading and probably like cussing you to the finish line of the end (laughs) of class. But it's, it's only, I like always try to give back. Like I'm only here because you're here. Like if you're not here, I get to have a solo dance party. And that's cool. Like I'm, I'm here for it. But um, so that's like one really, really cool thing. But, and so I get to empower women in that way, but really they empower me. It's, It's very much like a parent child relationship that like, you know, they're teaching me and that, you know, they inspire me more, you know, than I could ever inspire or teach them. But um, it's such a ripple
0: effect, isn't it? I mean, that's the way it works. And I think that's the important thing to to put out there too. It really is. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, we, we ourselves, we, we have to feel empowered and then we can go out there and spread that positive energy and it returns to us. It really does. Yeah. Um, so I think that's so awesome. And I love how you are able to intersect these two things with movement and and mental health. Um, okay, this is a new question for 2022. This is my fourth year of this podcast. Um, and this is one of my favorite questions. And I'm excited to hear what what your answer is. So, um, you know, kind of thinking about your journey and everything that you've been through and where you are now. Kara, tell us, what does courage mean to you?
1: Um, I love this question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also like, oh, yeah, I should have like thought of a real answer, so I'm just going to fly off the cuff. Yeah, fly. Do too. it. That's the best um, way. So courage, I think it means bravery and strength and um, transparency and... Um, what else do I want to say? I think it just, it's like having the audacity really to be, I, okay, so I'm just going to give you a quick reference of like, um, I used to watch Scandal and I really wish that show would just come back on. I love that show was, too, so, I love oh, that show. so good, <laughs> and, and so there was a saying that they would say about like standing in the sun. It was really about, you know, them having an affair and then like being out in the open, but I've taken it into being like, you know, I, I um, took Zumba classes for year for, for years from my friend, Ashley, and she was a big catalyst too in my whole fitness journey. She got me started with weightlifting and just, she was the first person I told that I was going to teach Zumba and she was excited. And I was like, I'm not excited. Like, I'm, not, I'm not nervous about this. Right. Um, but anyway, standing in the sun means becoming an instructor for me. So standing in the sun is courageous and scary AF, but, um, it's better than staying stuck, I think, or Zach,
0: you know, and I think this standing in the sun, first of all, love, love that little line um and i know we stole it from scandal but yeah. it's a beautiful one um and you know for me too it's like okay standing in the sun also means having you know the courage and bravery to get the help that you need if you do need mm-hmm. therapy if you need to deal mm-hmm. with some things that are going on with you um to to really like not push emotions down but actually deal with them and process them and um yeah. you know work at becoming the best version of yourself uh do you have any anything to add to that
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard, right? I would rather if I'm being completely courageous and honest, I would rather stuff my feelings down with like six slices of pizza that feels more natural. (laughs) But like, it doesn't help anything. So I will still right? like, even now I will have cravings for food, or I will be like, Oh, I need some ice cream, you know, and I in my own head, like this is the beauty and like the hard part about being a therapist is that I can analyze my own thoughts, which is like rapidly exhausting, but <laughs> it's like, I'm like, oh, well, what do you really need? Right? Like, what do you really, what, what is it that, you know, when I'm really tired or really sad, I'll be like, I need lasagna. And I'm like, do you need it? Or is this is just, you know, this is a signal of, of something else. And it's not easy, right? To seek help or to I you know, just ask for help, like, hey, I need help with this because uh, you know, I think we're conditioned as women to be superheroes all the time every day, and it's just not this this is not what it is. Um, so, yeah, looking for it, like, you know, and asking for help. and um, it's a learned, it's a learned behavior. I'll say that. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. You know, I'm reading this book. It's called The Choice. It's by um, Dr. Edith Eager. And um, she was a survivor of the Holocaust. And um, it's super, yes. it's really good. Have you read it? It's so good. No. Um, but you're saying.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know of this. <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. So, um, anyway, in the book, she talks about too, you know, that we have to have the courage to process our emotions, and then yeah. after we do that, we have, you know, we have the ability to choose our next step. But we have to yeah. process these things first because otherwise, they stay um, inside of us, and they are barriers to, you know, living our best yeah. life. Um, yeah. So, and I, another thing she said in there that I also love is that survivors don't have time to sit there and say, "Why me? Why me?" They only only ask what now what's next yeah you know um, I, yeah um it's really beautiful so I love all of that um and um along those same lines um I know you've got to a point in your life where it sounds like you're super happy you're just spreading all these positive vibes to yeah. me those <laughs> things are the, what makes up a successful life but for you Kara how do you define success
1: oh that's a great question too. Um, so, you know, we could talk about financial success, right? But I was actually just listening earlier to um, Rachel Hollis' podcast, who's like, she's my favorite person Yeah, she's great too. Um, <laughs> same, right? If anyone doesn't love her, you should just turn off this podcast right now. That's right. But i um, yep. talking about, you know, when she had the most financial success, she was the most unhappy at home. So um, I also feel, so it's like the balance of like, I need to put myself first. And I know that's kind of like trending right now. And it's like, oh, self care is a face mask. And like, don't get it twisted. I do a face mask as well. But it's, you know, it's that I have to come first, because my energy goes out to everybody else. Like, that's my job as you know, in my jobs that pay me money and my jobs that don't pay me money. So it's like, I have to have to have to like, put the time into me first. Otherwise I'll get sick, which I relearn and relearn, relearn. It just happened like two weeks ago. I had to take a sick day. So, right. <laughs> I'm not good. I like, I'm not perfect right at like taking the time or finding the balance. But for me, it's asking for that help from whoever, uh, you know, and just, and learning to be okay with it. And again, just circling back to like you don't have to be a superhero. Like it is, <laughs> it is okay. Um. So I think success equals happiness, mm. and also it's just like it's not. I don't. I, when I grew up, I mean, I would be like, oh, okay. When I'm this age, I'm gonna have this, and I'm gonna do this, and you know, I'm gonna be so happy. And like, it's also what I've learned from parenting. Anyway, it's also really hard. Like, it's really beautiful and there are beautiful moments there are also moments that you're like why why did I do this this is so (laughs) difficult so I think my lesson of success in 2021 was like the duality like it's it's both you know like running is really hard and there are times I hate 99% of it and then there are times I hate 0.001% of it right so it's like success is um Acknowledging the duality Mm -hmm. and asking for help and um, and finding places of like joy or gratitude um, for all of it. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> because it's all it's all like this is it it's all it's
0: all there that's right I mean and we have to embrace the duality of life right mm-hmm. it's you know there is no joy without sorrow and as much as right. sorrow sucks <laughs> it's hard right um it's just the truth that's that's the that's the fabric of life and um yeah. yeah so such a good answer and I love that thought about the duality of our existence and and also this thought about cultivating our own energy um how we have yeah. to put you know we have to fill our tank we have to put um some care into what we're doing for ourselves because you're right our energy is going out to everyone else and and i i mean i really believe we're here to serve others but we cannot do it well if we're if we uh, you know aren't taking care of ourselves so beautifully put and and so true i love it um well are there other words of encouragement that you would like to put out there to other women uh kara
1: um, I just like to speak honestly about how it's not perfect. So like, yeah. I think a lot people see me on social media, you'll see a picture of my after workout, like endorphin high. And sometimes I write words of like, you know, uh, I went out for a run this morning and I tried everything in my power to not, and then I had to do it last minute, you know, like I'll, i I try to be authentic in who I am because I think, especially nowadays with social media, there's you know a million filters and Oh my gosh, look at my beautiful life and my beautiful meal and da da da, you know, and I definitely do post beautiful things on social media, but at the same time it's like it's not because you see that after selfie and you think that I, you know, people then create this whole story of what it was and I'm like, "Oh no, no, like it was hard." It, um so I, you know, I'm a therapist and I work in a school. So in the school, we have to be in school at 7:30. So mind you, you know, we have two kids, and they're two and four years old, and they have to go somewhere too, because we work. So um, during the pandemic, I started getting up at 5am. And my old job, that worked better for me that time. And then switching to this job, six, seven months ago, I started to get up at 4am. And so people, (laughs) I mean, like, so people question that all the time, like, Oh, my God, how do you do that? I'm like, you don't understand that I go to bed as soon as these kids go to bed. Like I do not play around with my sleep. I'm like, good night. See you later. <laughs> um, and sometimes I can't even control it. Sometimes I'm so tired that my eyes just take me and I'm like, that's it. Good night. Um, but it's, you know, again, to go back to like, I call it almost like getting gas in your car. Like it's like fueling, Fueling to like give out. What what do I say? Something like like fueling up to give out or something like that. Yeah. Because if I don't get up at four, now don't get it twisted. I do have one rest day a week. I get up at five, and it feels like vacation. But I still <laughs> <laughs> I still get up, and um I have to get up you know before my kids and you know, maybe it'll change in 10 years, but right now they're young and they're up early and they need me. Like they can't do all the things by themselves yet. So I have to, there's a lot of energy put out before I even get to work. So before that I have to really, you know, give it to myself. And right now that my kids are two and four, they sleep okay and you know, whatever, but that newborn phase, like when my son was born and Eva was um, like, she wasn't even two yet. And so my self-care was waking up 20 minutes earlier and taking a shower. So mm. like it changes, right too. So it's not just a pretty after selfie, you know, workout selfie, that's like glistening sweat and a cute smile, like in a cute outfit. No, no, it's, it, I guess it's whatever you need it to be. But for me, I know that when I get up and move my body and, you know, um, become grateful for what I have and set goals of, of what I'm going for. Um, I know I'm a better person, a better human, and I wish more under more people understood why I do what I do. You know, I, I wish more people understood the, to reap those benefits. Like you're going to be so much better. It's going to suck, right? 4am wake up is not fun, but it's it, like at it's the cost it. of what, walk- yeah. Yeah. And you know, also to sleep okay, sleep until six and then you're gonna be miserable all day. Like that's not no. Right.
0: <laughs> I don't have time for Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I love it. I hope this falls on someone today and they get motivated and energized. Um, and speaking of that, as we wrap up, I know that you're excited about the rapid fire. So yeah. I think let's do it. Um, so quick little answers to these questions as we wrap up, Kara, um, just to put a little more positivity out there and have a little fun. Cause I, I love to have fun. Um, I have yeah. fun with my patients. I have fun on the podcast. Um, I, I just, it's, I enjoy it. So, okay. First things, um, We're going to have you name just a few quick little things that come to mind in your day-to-day that bring you joy.
1: Oh, so um, hearing my kids laugh. Um, also, I love to pick them up, and they see me, and I see them, and they're so excited. Aww. That just brings me so much. Like my face hurts right now from smiling. So much joy. Uh, my husband is the cook, so I love that he cooks because I you don't want me to cook. Like I'm just not talented in that way. So. <laughs> <laughs> it brings me joy. Last night we had dinner outside because it's getting warmer here on the East Coast, so that's very exciting. Um, what else? Oh, I love nature. Like I find. I mean, I know it. We're not talking about God, but I'm going to talk about God anyway, like spirituality and nature and here on the East Coast, springtime, like popping off springtime. So we're starting to see beautiful colors and, you know, just that like rebirth, renewal is just like. I don't know. I'm on one today. I'm like, yes, I see flowers, you know,
0: absolutely. And we and we (laughs) we both certainly can talk about God because I mean, certainly I I don't know. God brings me a lot of joy, too, Um, especially now that we're coming up on Easter. Um, It's pretty awesome. Okay, next one. Um, I know you're a pizza lover. What are some of your favorite pizza toppings?
1: Okay, so you may not know this, but there's a thing called linguiça. So it's essentially um, a sausage, but you but it's a Portuguese culture thing. So it's linguiça, peppers and onions on a pizza. Four slice of Saturday night. That's that's
0: it. (laughs) That sounds delicious. Oh, my gosh. So good. Um, My husband actually loves to make homemade pizza. We have like a tiny little oven in the backyard. And so we always are playing around with pizzas and toppings. It's a lot of fun. Okay. um, Complete the sentence. Last two little questions. Complete the sentence in um, just a few words if you can. All right. Um, So I'll start it. You complete it. Together we can.
1: Do anything.
0: Oh, yeah. Together we can. We're so much stronger when we do it together. Right? Yeah. Um okay, <laughs> believe in your power too.
1: Go get it.
0: Yeah, girl. Um, and <laughs> last one, self-love changes everything because.
1: I think there's a period there. Just self love changes everything because I curious. like
0: it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's right. And then it fills us up to go go give our energy to others who need it. Right.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Yes. So well, this has been such a pleasure. I could go on talking for like another hour. <laughs> Me too. I won't
1: bore everyone. But I'm like, how much more time we have? Six I, hours. I know. So good. So we may have to
0: have you back on for another episode. But um, Please. I really enjoyed hearing hearing a little bit more about you and um, just in um, enjoying all your positive vibes. So. Thank you so much,
1: Kara. Thank you, thank you so much. Thanks for having
0: me. Absolutely, and listeners, thanks for coming along on this ride today. Um, I hope you got a little positivity out of the episode, and that you 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 take away a few um, things into your day. And one that I'm going to leave you with is just to remember that um, you know you have to take the time to put um, put effort into building yourself, taking care of yourself, like Kara was talking about, um, because that energy does go out to everyone else, and it's worth it. And then to just embrace that duality of life. We believe we're so much stronger when we do these things together. We believe in you. Let's lift each other up. Connected, we
1: can rise.